Hi guys, it's Andrew. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Brother Lovers podcast. Uh, as you're listening to this one, you may say aloud, Hey, this episode sounds like shit. And you know what? I hear ya. And I can do without that negative feedback. Thank you very much. Mother Teresa once said, If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. It's the golden rule, and it applies here. But I do owe you an explanation for uh, what caused that very rude remark in the first place. And that is, right before we were about to record, my cat, ever the needy little beast, uh, chewed up the AC adapter of my computer so it had no more juice. And so I had to record this episode on my phone. And I was so frustrated by the event that I recorded it lying on my bed. Uh, so you're going to hear, you know, some not great uh, sound issues and things like that but it's not too bad I don't think but I wanted to say something anyway because I've always wanted to uh, give an opening explanation for shitty sound before a podcast all of my heroes have done it and now I join that pantheon of greats enjoy the episode bye bye he's a pilot and she's a cat the brother lovers podcast he likes flying she It's Hello, going. friends. Sorry, it's Hello, over. friends. Today. <laughs> Sorry, start over. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, friends. Today on Brother Lovers, we'll be discussing the Baldwin brothers, Alec, Daniel, Billy, and little baby Stephen. My first memory of the Baldwins comes from watching the movie Clueless. The main character, Cher, describes a cute guy as a total Baldwin. I remember then seeing pictures of Baldwins and wondering what I was missing. Cher was clearly saying Baldwins are attractive, but I saw pursed lips, beady eyes, and signs that the Baldwin brother's mother drank during pregnancy. So what the fuck is the appeal of the Baldwin boys? Uh, maybe my beautiful friend Andrew can help me with that one. What do you think the Baldwins bring to the table, Andrew? What the Baldwins bring to the table is pure charisma. I mean, really. Alec. Billy. Stevie. Greggy. <laughs> Daniel, the, but Greggy works. These are some of the most charming and just... Oh my god, they walk into a room and every single head turns. 180. Necks are broken. People's heads are falling off of their torsos when one of these stunners walks into the room. And frankly, I cannot wait to discuss my favorite acting family and which of them is my very favorite actor. Oh wow, I hope it's Steven, but I'm not going to impress you now. The Baldwin's father descended from a Mayflower passenger, John Howland. David, have you ever eaten dog food? Oh, I thought about trying the milk bones once. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they look like, like it was a peanut butter flavored one, so I feel like anything peanut butter flavored can't be bad. Um, You're absolutely right about that. So what yeah. happened? You find out you were right? I, I wish I could tell you I was right. It, it didn't no. taste like peanut butter. Um, I had to actually put peanut butter on it so I could enjoy it. 
But in the end, at least I did enjoy a nice peanut butter treat. <laughs> hey, that's a great story. Oh my god! Every cloud has a peanut butter lining. <laughs> Yum. So we're gonna talk about Alec Baldwin first because even though he's the most famous and the most handsome and blah blah blah, the only one who's talented, um, he's also kind of boring. Like, yes, he's nuts, but in a way that to me is like, eh, who cares? You guys got any uh, any immediate thoughts about Alec you'd like to share? Yeah, I think he's. He, I would agree that he's boring because he's the most tame of the brothers. And they're all such interesting people. And while he might be the most successful, he's probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. I just, you know, he doesn't do anything for me. He's, uh, he looks very um, arrogant. And it's probably because he's the most successful Baldwin that he's so arrogant. Yeah, I think he looks arrogant because he is arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think that's true. Andrew, what are your thoughts about Alec? I know you've got some pretty strong opinions about this guy and how handsome he is and things like that. Yeah. Alec may be sociopathically insane, but he's a very, very talented actor. I mean, come on, the Coffee for Closers speech? Glengarry Glenn Ross, people. Watch a movie. And everyone jumps on him because he called his daughter a rude, thoughtless little pig once. But, I mean... Who hasn't called someone a rude, thoughtless little pig before in their life? I you remember just when I was in what's the other day. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was just going to tell that story. <laughs> but since you already shared a little bit of it, I may as well go back to wow, when I was uh, nine years old and I was in the 4-H fair showing off my prized pig, and it was just I, it just ate so much. It went through all of the feed that I bought. I had to buy a second bag before the end of the 4-H fair and. Well, I let my temper get a little bit ahead of me, but honestly, I excuse myself. I forgive myself, and you should forgive Alec. Wow, that does sound like a rude, thoughtless little pig. Can I tell you a story that's actually very similar to that? And I'm very sorry if this isn't funny, but once I was at the fair, and um, there was a pig that was being very loud um, in its cage, and it was because it didn't have any food. And I figured this out because I'm a smart cookie. Um... So other pigs around it were getting fed food, but since the person with the food, that wasn't their pig, they were like, I'm not feeding that pig. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I went into one of the other cages and grabbed the food, and I gave it to that pig. <laughs> Ain't I cute? Ain't I cute? You're so sweet. Yeah, that was very nice of <laughs> you, that poor little piggy. <laughs> you think he was squealing because he was hungry? Oh, he, yes, because then he, like, gobbled it up, and he was so happy. I thought you were going to say the pig was masturbating. <laughs> well, okay. How would a pig do that, Because pigs are one of the only animals that has sex for pleasure. Yeah, but masturbation is a little different. Like, I don't know why you jumped to masturbate. Okay, okay, honestly, imagine a pig body. Now imagine those hands somehow making masturbation happen. I didn't I'm know not. if he was using, like, a, a tactical piece of straw oh. or something. Okay, that's a great idea, but no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you guys know Alec Baldwin's full name. Alexander Ray Baldwin III. And, yes, Alexander. Oh, I don't like this at all. I do not like this one bit. You can go by Alec, but your name is Alex. 
his name is spelled A L E C S A N D E R. Hmm. Is that okay. true? Alexander. I don't think so. Mm, I, don't I think, think so. so. I don't think so. You know, his wife now is named Hilaria. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's got a good sense of humor. I'll give him that. All right. Okay. Uh, examples of how do you know this, David? Well, I mean, dating such a funny woman. That <laughs> is funny. Yeah, you do have to be pretty big to be able to handle that. You Valerie, know, he lost that weight. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think you also have to be pretty funny to change your name to Hilaria. Yeah, you think you think she picked that one? You don't think that was her... Uh, you don't think her parents gave her that name? <laughs> well, that's expecting a lot from a baby when you name it Hilaria. I mean, there's no way the chips just throwing the place and she was funny. Let's be serious. That's a good point. That would be kind of messed up for those parents. It's like when you name your child um, Angel or something. Although, you know what? <laughs> I did read Freakonomics, and um, they said there was, like, a kid named Loser and a kid named Winner, and the one named Winner was, like, homeless, and the one named Loser ended up being, like, super successful. So sometimes... Wow. Okay, guys? What a crazy juxtaposition. Something to think about. You know, if I wish I could listen to a podcast made by the people who write such a boring book. <laughs> well, guess I what, Dave? I... Oh, no. <laughs> You're in luck, and it's only a minute long. Wow. That's about my attention span, so that is That's perfect. Okay. They read That's... the room. I've heard the 15-second ad, and to me, that was a mwah. It was excellent. Did you, did you kiss your you kissed your finger? I kissed yes. Uh huh. You kissed I the chef. Somehow made that, <laughs> that thing even more Italian by saying "amo." Uh, wouldn't be brother lovers without a sad story from Valerie and racism from Dave. <laughs> All right, I have to My say, sad story was good. When I when I talked to Danny when I was hanging out with Danny, he mentioned. After I made a stupid joke that was kind of racist, he said, "Oh, there it is. I've been waiting for it this whole time." Oh. <laughs> and it made me a little weirded out that I'm actually known for making stupid racist jokes. Everybody's oh. got the gimmick. <laughs> I love that Danny said that to you. That's great. Um, guys, Alec is a strong supporter of PETA. Um, he has also lent his support to the Save the Manatee Club. They contacted him after his role in Bonfire of the Manatees, an episode of The Simpsons. Um, can you guys come up with a good manatee pun for me? Do you think that's possible? Well, first off, what is the link between a character from The Hunger Games and manatees? I don't understand why you group those together. Oh, PETA? Oh, boy. <laughs> or, or here's an alternate version of that joke. Okay. Why, why did you love manatees in with what Lois Griffin calls her husband. <laughs> hey! PETA! There's also a bread called PETA. Do you want to come up with another one using that? Uh, no, that's P-E-T-A. Well, but PETA from Hunger Games is P-E-E. Uh, I don't know. If I gave you to check your facts instead of getting everything from Wikipedia, anyone can edit that. You know. Okay, alright. And to just admit it now, I did edit it. 
and I put the extra E in there because I knew you'd be looking at it. It's only one E. Yeah. What a sucker. Oh, my God, you guys. Did you guys team up on that? Was that a group effort? Oh, well, we're in the same uh, Wikipedia prank group, and we just spend a lot of time oh. on Wikipedia messing Isn't with people. Isn't that funny? It's yeah. a secret group on Facebook. Yep. I, I love when someone posts a screenshot of something that um, they edit it on Wikipedia that makes it just a little bit funnier. Some sort oh, of inside joke. Yes. Like how um, how uh, a celebrity was on a podcast and she joked about being married to a character. And then we like to go onto the celebrity's page and change it so that they were married to the character. Yes, oh. it's so funny. Oh. It's so funny for this. I saw one that uh, after Ronda Rousey got knocked out, they... They put that she was dead, and it's like she died when she got knocked out. It was like oh my god, because it was so thing. bad. I yeah, get it. Because she got punched so hard in the face. Oh my gosh, that is actually really funny. What if she had died from that? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be like on another level of funny. <laughs> if they predicted it on Wikipedia, that's I've seen stuff like that. That, that has happened with Chris yeah. Benoit. Oh. Someone changed his Wikipedia page. This is a Valerie story. Sorry, uh, <laughs> territory, Valerie. Um, someone changed Chris Benoit's Wikipedia page um, to say that he was dead the night that he murdered his wife and child and then committed suicide. Do you do you think Whoa. he read it and he and he thought it was true? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, wow. Wikipedia becomes truth. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea for a movie. Oh, that'd be a great scary movie where you edit Wikipedia and it happens. Maybe you just, like, didn't forward an email or something, you know? Like a chain letter type of thing. And it was like, mm. if you don't do this, you're going to murder your wife or child or kill yourself. And he's like, so what? I'm cynical. I'm better than you. I don't believe in God or whatever. Well, honestly, what of what could be a better horror movie villain than Jimbo Wales, the face of Wikipedia? He haunts me every time I go on there now, pleading for my for my cup of coffee. <laughs> First off, how that guy even know I was drinking one? And what am I? How am I supposed to feed it to to the screen? I splashed it on my computer screen. All it did was short out my circuit board. So I try and donate my coffee money, and I just I just try and wake up earlier. I think it's the nicer thing to do. So I oh, think Wikipedia is really cool. But really. David, how do you get through the day without your cup of coffee? Frankly, well, people can't bother me until I've had one. <laughs> or in other words, everyone bothers you before you've had the coffee. Oh. Andrew, did you drink your coffee today? <laughs> oh boy, I'm so mad. I didn't get to drink. I didn't get to drink my black juice. Are you guys going into a scene where Andrew's at the work, the uh, office employee who hasn't had his coffee yet, and David's a coworker who's trying to make polite conversation with him? Cause do it. Okay. Hey Andrew, uh, how was your weekend? Grr, leave me alone, David. I haven't had my special sip sip today. Hey, did you watch that new Wiz show? It was live, and there oh, were a lot of celebrities. Honestly, David, my patience, it's non existent for this, whatever this is. 
don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking coming over here with your "Hey Andrew." Did you hear about this whiz? No. The only whiz that I care about is the whiz that I would be taking because coffee is a diuretic. But I haven't had that today, have I, David? Hey, uh, you want to go out for a cup of coffee, buddy? Count me in. Yeah. Friendship. I love this. Alec Baldwin has hosted SNL 16 times. He holds the record for uh, most times hosting. And he's one of only two actors whom Lauren Michaels has extended a standing offer to host the show when schedules permit. What do you guys think is the ideal number of times to host SNL? Zero. Wow. Zero. Okay, that's bold, Andrew. Can you give me a reason? Yeah, SNL hasn't been good since 1993. It's just, it's like watching a train wreck, but without the entertainment of the Amy Schumer film. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It's like watching a train wreck, but not train wreck. It's like watching the band train play on the shipwreck. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. No, I get it now. I do get it. So zero times because SNL's bad now. Yeah, makes perfect sense. David, what do you think? I don't think you can host it enough. Uh, Alec, I wish it was uh, Steven who was hosting it, but since any Baldwin should get the work, uh, I, I mean, I'm fine with Alec hosting. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when he does some of those sketches, uh, when he did um, Gumby, he really just puts put a new spin on sketch comedy. <laughs> Didn't Eddie Murphy play Gumby? You guys agree to disagree. Okay. This guy hasn't watched it since 93, or he hasn't enjoyed it, so who knows how often he's actually seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it at all. Because I know it's bad. And that's, okay. the, that's the philosophy that I take towards many forms of entertainment. Um, I actually forgot what we were talking about, so let's just move on. Um, <laughs> and that is true. It sounds like a joke, but it's true. <laughs> That's <So>. our host. <laughs> okay, so um, Alec Baldwin, I really did have something to say, and I really did forget what we were talking about, and I'm Are so sorry. And I am the host. No, no, I'm not hard. crying, Scott no. Ackerman. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, Alex. why are you standing up and walking around the room now? <laughs> Mallory, put down the knife. <laughs> okay, so Alec Baldwin met his first wife, Kim Basinger, um, while they were playing Lavas in a movie. That seems to happen a lot. Like, there are a lot of Hollywood stories like that. Uh, One of the most famous, of course, was Brangelina. Um, And, oh, man, I've missed saying that. Thank God I have a reason to bring it back. Do you mean mean Angelad? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you've been calling them this whole time? Yeah. No one... And people have been so confused. They think... uh... They think I'm referring to Angel Lad, the mascot for the Lad Bible. <laughs> He's a little angel with a mischievous smirk. Ooh, what's that mean? I don't know. I think he might be up to no good, if you know what I mean. You know, oh, your anti-religious rhetoric is getting really tired. <laughs> okay. I do love that. Okay, let's talk about Daniel Baldwin now. And let's you guys don't have anything else to say about Alec, right? No. He's out oh. of there. All right. Let's talk about Daniel. Um, 
there's actually quite a lot to say about Daniel because he's fucking nuts. Uh, it might be the coke addiction, but it might also just be that he's not a great person. Um, he's been married three times now. This is interesting. His first wife is Cheryl Baldwin. His second, Elizabeth Baldwin. His third, Joanne Smith. Now, what what are the chances he's going to marry two women with the same last name? I mean, wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, guys. (laughs) Um, He has been in a lot of movies that I have not seen, but through reading um, the list of his films... I um, feel like I have a pretty good sense of who he is as an actor. So these are the names of some of his characters and the movies that they're from. Detective Andy Wagner, Night Moves. Detective Frank Tompkins, Double Frame. Detective Bo Felton, Homicide, The Movie. (laughs) Detective Killian, Bear Witness. Detective Burns, Vegas Vampire. Detective Seeger, Nine Dead. Detective Pete, South of Heaven. Now, I do have to say, I love some of these titles. I feel like South of Heaven really makes you think. What do you guys think of that title? What does that stir up in you? Oh, since the title is all I know about it, since it doesn't have a Wikipedia page, all I can speculate on is just how South of Heaven are they? Are they talking about hell? Are they talking about Earth? It's it's a beautiful concept, and I'd love to see that movie with you guys. David, are you asking us out on a podcast date? <laughs> podcast host movie date? That's exactly what I'm doing. Podcast host Aww. movie date. I think I actually didn't even get the title, because my whole thing, I heard South of Heaven, and I thought, like, the North Pole or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I went from, like, where Santa lives, like, not where Santa lives. Because to uh, me, heaven and the North Pole are one and the same. <laughs> but your view, God? if the beard fits, you know? <laughs> to me, south of heaven is this little neighborhood called Maniunk in Philadelphia. Because just north of that is a little secluded nature spot with a running stream and a little waterfall if you walk a little bit. And it's where I go to sit cross-legged and think about just all the things going on in the world. And that is my heaven. Wow. Andrew, can I ask you a question? This might be a little personal. Um, How long does it take you to stand up once you've been sitting cross-legged for a while? I feel like your legs will get pretty numb, right? Well, well, when I stand up, I'm still cross-legged because I have to hide my boner. Um, But... Aw, because of the nature? Yeah, it gets me off. (laughs) Oh, wow. You really are in touch with with Mother Nature herself, it sounds like. (laughs) Ooh, mommy. (laughs) Mommy. Okay, guys, what are your thoughts on these other titles? Homicide the Movie. Oh, I can't figure out what that's about. It sounds like it should be a musical. I hope it is. I hope it's a really light Oh, Me too. That would be so great. And I hope there's a game. 
and I hope there's a ride. Um, it sounds yeah. like what I was when um, my little brother shoved my face into a container of Sabra, hummus-eyed. <laughs> you are an idiot. Now, guys, so Homicide, the movie, you're like, oh, fine, who cares, murder. But what if it were called Genocide, the movie? Then maybe you'd see how that's a little insensitive, right? I mean, I don't know if this is a great title. Well, that was Schindler's List. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like in certain markets, it was called Genocide, the movie? Yeah, Germany. I I think they rebranded it after the DVD release. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. They're like, wait a minute, are people, like, touched by this? Should we? Yeah. Should we change the title? Yes, yes. Steven Spielberg was like, oh, no, people missed the point. (laughs) Damn my editor. He he only focused on the heartwarming stuff. (laughs) I wouldn't say that he only focused on the heartwarming stuff. (laughs) Oh, to me, he did. Heartwarming is how you think of that. Okay, this is another movie Daniel Baldwin was in. Ned Blessing, The True Story of My Life. Wow. Can you guys give me a little bit, a little taste of what you think that movie might be like? Bless you, my son. Oh, David is not... Nope. This isn't happening for him. No, no. No, Valerie. Sorry, I hate to interrupt the scene. Now, see, Ned came over to bless this sick kid, but the kid, the kid, the kid had already passed away. It's, a, it's an anti-religion movie. Oh, wow. Huh. Who, okay. I wonder who plays Ned Blessing. Do you think it's Daniel Baldwin? Because that kind of sounds like a Keanu Reeves role. Like, I feel like he would really be right at home in that. Yeah, Keanu could bring a certain uh, dead-eyed moroseness to the part that I feel like no other actor could. Yeah, maybe dressed up like Constantine. Daniel Baldwin in 1998 was found naked running through the halls of New York's Plaza Hotel (laughs) shouting, Baldwin! And was arrested for possession of cocaine. If you guys were high on cocaine, what might you shout while running through a hotel hallway? Plotworthy. Okay, well, that's kind of like, uh, like you're kind of copying him at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's my hero and my favorite actor. Hey. Daniel Baldwin is? Wow. We finally got it out of him. Yeah, wow. We didn't even care either. We, like, didn't even ask. He's just like, that's my favorite. It's like, okay, Andrew. This isn't all about you. Not the Andrew show. He tried to build up to it. Yeah, he was, like, trying to psych us up. It's like, we don't care. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like if you were a true Baldwin fan, you would love them all equally. So. Right. Yeah. They're all equally talented, equally handsome, equally nuts. Yeah. Equally successful. <laughs> right. They um, all have the same amount of money. Yeah. Well, because they, they share. Because Alex <laughs> generous. Well, Who yeah. cares why? I mean, it, it was a contract they signed, though. It was a brilliant stroke of genius from them. And right now, they're all enjoying the same-sized house. They have the same beautiful wife. They all share her. Uh, the Baldwin compound. Oh. The Baldwin fun house. <laughs> 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 I said compound, but... Compound. I think, oh, I'm very My tired. Favorite, 
my favorite thing to do at the fair is to go into the the compound and just look at myself in those crazy mirrors. (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) Daniel Baldwin was on a bunch of um, celebrity reality shows. Like, they have to have celebrity in the title or he's not going to be on it. Same thing with one of the other brothers, who we'll get to later. I wonder which one. Guys, get ready. So he was on Celebrity Rehab, (laughs) which is pretty cool. That's my Um, favorite celebrity game show. (laughs) He left because, um, well, he said he had, like, movies to do or whatever, but it was actually because he was, like, sending sex to Mary Carey, another one of the um, celebrity rehab housemates. And she did not enjoy it. And he really, he went out um, as a not very likable person. Um, He was also on Celebrity Big Brother, and he was kicked off first. (laughs) So he's not very pleasant. He's too real for that show. That's all it is. I mean, not mention that show again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the next no section promises. of Brother Lovers it's about celebrity big, big brother I oh, would no. let, okay yes um yeah cause he was on it with Cisco tell me you don't want to get to know Cisco a little oh, better Drew tell me Hill. you want to delve into Cisco's mind see what that's all about like oh. I yeah how deep is your love for Cisco the man behind the mask Drew Hill is a personal hero of mine uh back in he was the mask Oh, well, let's... Smoking. <laughs> back, back in 1998... Somebody stop uh, me. I believe uh, Thong Song came out maybe 97, I want to say. Uh, I, I did Carola Rand, and I said the N-word. <laughs> and I was about what? eight years old. <laughs> I didn't know what what just happened in your story? <laughs> you were, you were sing, singing along to a Cisco song and you said the N-word? Yeah, what? karaoke. Okay. For me, okay. it just blanked out. Well, like David wasn't saying anything, and then he came back and said, "I said the N word." <laughs> like he muted his microphone just to I'm get having, it out of his system. I'm having connection issues. I don't know why, but yeah, it's it a really good story either way. Yeah, David, that really happened. I just had I had the CD, and it was in the lyric sheet. And I didn't know what it meant. And Wait, was, in 1998, you didn't know what that meant? Maybe it was like 96. <laughs> I mean, I was, Save it. He got seven. started early. <laughs> I was like six or seven years old. I didn't know what it meant then. You were, okay, all right. That's, that's not something that I learned about when I was six or seven years old, the N-word. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so um, Daniel was also on Celebrity Fit Club and Celebrity Wife Swap. He um, swapped wives with Jermaine Jackson. You guys, what celebrity reality show would you want to be on? Oh, I'm a celebrity and get me out of here for sure. I love that one. It's like Celeb Survivor, um, Big Survivor Boy. Mm -hmm. I just want to be on an island and really show what I'm made of. Okay. What are you made of? Like, do you know, or is that where you're going to also find out what you're made of? Yeah, I want it to be like a philosophical thing that I kind of spend a lot of time alone and think about life. And what am I made of? Is it carbon, or is it a soul? Oh, wow, that's beautiful. A soul. Waiting for you to say something racist, but you know what? I think I... Think I... <laughs> 
bringing that up is maybe me doing it for you. You're rubbing off on me in the not fun way. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, I, uh, I would like to be on Celebrity Team Mom. So, <laughs> oh no, I think it's too late for you, Andrew. Yeah, what role would you play on this? You're as young as you feel. Would okay, you be, that's true. Would you be in a relationship with the team mom? I don't understand how you did. Gross, David. Yeah, sick. Hey. No, he'd be like her scumbag boyfriend. Like, like they're not in a relationship. He'd be like the, the boyfriend who's like, yeah. no, 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 like, that's my kid, but hell no. Yeah, I mean, relationships like... are sick, David. <laughs> no, but I'll definitely be the fucking scuzzball right up on the motorcycle. <laughs> Got grease all over my face. Yes, you can take care of it. I gotta go drink with the boys. Oh, okay. So when you said you're only as old as you feel, you meant like I'm gonna be like 54 when I'm the scuzzball yeah. boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> okay. I can't wait till I'm actually that age and I can ride off on my motorcycle and drink with the boys. <laughs> I think you're actually my dad's friend Bobby like I feel like that's who you're describing well I do look forward <laughs> to seeing you on this show hmm, yes definitely a different person than not me undertaking an acting challenge so Billy Baldwin he um, he's actually been in some okay movies most of them sound really stupid but um, well I guess they are but they're like action movies that people like a little bit because they're sexy, too. So he was in Flatliners, Backdraft, Sliver, Fair Game, Virus, Double Bang, Art Heist, Brotherhood of Murder, and the Craigslist Killer. <laughs> Guy, can you perform a scene from the Craigslist Killer? I think you need to perform a scene, Valerie. No. I think it's your turn. Mm-mm. Tap, 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 tap. Hello, miss. I'm interested in buying your wardrobe. I have a money order for $3,000. I know that's double of what you're asking. I'll send you it in the mail, and you can send me the other half back after you deposit it in your bank. Okay, well, first of all, come in. (laughs) Second, um, thanks. Uh, I do... Like money orders, I know I said in my post, you don't have to pay with a money order, but I prefer it. So that's really kind of you to give me a money order like I asked. And um, no uh, problem. I don't, I don't mind sending you back half. That's that's to so you know you can trust me, right? Shit, this, I planned out this Craigslist scam, but then I, I forgot that I was meeting you in person. I thought I was typing on my computer. You know <laughs> what? When I heard tap, 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 I thought... Someone was throwing rocks at my window, but then I went. Oh, I realize now that I was. I realize now that I was. I'm sorry. I haven't had my coffee today. I, <laughs> it's hard so, for me to tell where I, I am. I know how that is. Uh huh. I gotcha. All right. So now that we've established you are at my home, come on in because how else? Are you going to fucking murder me? You're trying to write to me? Jesus Christ. The Craigslist killer. Mister, get on it. Okay? All right. I mean, Murder me. Let's go. Figure it out. How are you going to do this? How's the conversation going to go? Um, uh, I'm going to kill you. Is that, is that good? Mm, no, it's not really scary. 
I have to be honest. Boo! Okay, how about something where you incorporate the wardrobe, okay? I'm just trying to help you. I'm not trying to insult you or tell you how to do your job. But since you're buying a wardrobe from me, say, like, huh, I wonder if a person could even fit their whole body in there. Probably not. And, like, get me to crawl inside. Or maybe get me to be, like, the magician's assistant. And you'll be like, I'll pretend to saw you in half and then, like, really do it. Like, come up with something relevant to the Craigslist situation. Huh. I bet. I wonder if a whole body could fit in that wardrobe. Here, let me crawl inside. Oh, jeez. Okay, you want to be in it. You Okay, now what's it's your like plan here? here? Are you hoping I forget you went in there and then you just get to, like, camp out at my house and watch me and stab me in the night? Oh, jeez. Me, 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 me. You know what? Fuck it. I'm killing this guy. Stab, 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 stab. Oh, the Craigslist killer. <laughs> Dancing. Wow, that, that was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Great job. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. That was a nice accent. <laughs> the perfect accent to say that name. Is that how I sounded? <laughs> It did a little bit. Uh, I don't think I sounded like you said it. I didn't say you Shamalam. Whoa, Black Betty. Shamalam. Whoa, Black Betty. See? Andrew's got it. He heard the twang. <laughs> Billy Baldwin is married to China Phillips of Wilson The wrestler. Phillips. Or the wrestler. Now, okay, imagine Billy Baldwin is married to a female wrestler. What might their relationship be like, guys? David, Valerie. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what you said. I'm lagging. Sorry. Oh. oh, no. You know what? Let's just go into it. David can figure it out as we go. Let's see if you okay. can guess what I am. This is like whose line is it anyway. Guess oh, what character I'm being. Oh, my favorite show. My favorite <laughs> style of improv, too. Hey, Billy. Get over here. I'm going to lift you over my head and body slam you on the bed so we can do it. Oh, my God. Um, Ange- Angelina. Ange- Angelina Jolie? No. Uh, huh. uh, I'm going to put you in a headlock. Mention into- X-Pac. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what that means, X-Pac, though. He's your you- ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh no! Oh, uh, t- Tori, so was that? Tori? No, my name's not fucking uh, Tori. I don't. I didn't, <laughs> my ex's name. I don't remember my divas. X-Pong. Isn't that cool? X-Pong. That he's got X-Pong. 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 <laughs> X-Pog? That's not what I said. <laughs> X-Slammer, maybe, because I'm gonna slam you on the bed so I can get up in them guts. <laughs> David, god damn it! I'm going to get up in them guts. I'm going to find a way. Maybe I'll go back to my Craigslist killer character. Stab <laughs> him, reach around. Give him a reach around. <laughs> so Billy Baldwin's been married to his wife for 20 years. What do you guys think it's like to be married to somebody for 20 years? David, do you want to get married? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, at some point. I just want to be like, you know, the horn slanging, you know, just slanging puss. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's been my dream my entire life. Oh, Guys, why did I laugh so weird? <laughs> Your laugh's great. Love you. 
Sorry, it was sorry. a fun laugh. Sorry. <laughs> you should apologize. Like, I do like your laugh, but yes, you do need to say you're sorry. Okay. <coughs> so let's move on to Stephen Andrew Baldwin. Me and David are um, pretty into Stephen because we took the um, BuzzFeed Which Baldwin Are You quiz and we both got Stephen. Andrew got Alec because he lied on all the questions. That's not true. I picked my preferences. Of... No, you did not. No, I you did. I said no, I wanted pizza. And, you said I love saying words I with friends. I did not. Oh, my God. Yeah, you went to, huh, Root Dollar's Little Pig probably is the nickname I'd give my daughter. Like, why? <laughs> no, it isn't. You're just oh. full of it. <laughs> One of the questions was, how many times would you like to host SNL? And he, he guessed 14. It's like, yeah, know what you're doing. okay, yeah. When today he told us when he was being vulnerable, when he forgot to fucking lie, he said he'd want to host it zero times. Anyway, we're sick of Steven, that. We're sick of we it. are sick of it. We're sick of it. Like, we do love you, but we are sick of it. So Stephen Baldwin... In 2004, he directed Live In It, a Christian-themed skateboarding DVD. Now, if y'all was making a Christian-themed skateboarding DVD, what kind of sick tricks do you think you might include? Oh, Christ Air. Gotta do a Christ Air. It's one of my oh, favorites. Hell yeah. yeah, Christ Air is good. It gets you 3,000 points, especially if you can do it while doing the 360. Oh, come on. 360? What are you, a noob? It's all about the 720, friend. Are you using some kind of modded half pipe or something like that? Uh, no, I just get crazy speed because I upgraded it. Wow, guys. Let's not fight over this. You're friends. Remember your friends, okay? And Ollie could be easily changed to Allah. I feel like that might be a nice not way Christian to honor. Theme. But, I mean, isn't, isn't religion about and Christianity about accepting all people? Are all religions the same to you? This is unbelievable. I feel so persecuted as a Christian boy. This is really awkward because, you know what I mean? Like I didn't think you picked up on that before, but I was trying to mock you when I just said that. You think I'm, I can't tell? I really did, and I'm so sorry. I thought you were dumb as bricks. <laughs> I really did. David, I think it's your hair. I think it's like the dumb look on your face, too. You know, when you get that look on your face, and you're like, duh. It's like, how can Ooh. I think that you're going to say anything worthwhile? <laughs> you know? That's the face I make when I'm thinking. Okay, that's so sad. Mm, I'm seeing some smoke coming out of his ears. I think I saw <laughs> when a I'm spark. Thinking, I make a face where I think, okay? I don't think it's funny. His eyes, his eyes just spun like a slot machine, and it uh -oh. dinged on out of order. He's pissed. David, what are you going to do now that you're pissed? I'm interviewing you after I'm, the Super Bowl. I don't know. You guys. You're after the Super Bowl. <laughs> he, won, he won the Super Bowl of being pissed. Yeah. <laughs> David, David, what are you going to do? He's just holding a giant bucket of yellow liquid <laughs> above his yeah. head. Oh, that's that's really great. You dump pee on someone's head when you hey, win the pissed it's off. Gatorade. No, He's but pour it on the coach. I was trying to get creative with it, Andrew. I feel like if you don't, if you hear yellow liquid and all you can come up with is Gatorade, like I feel sorry for you. 
I'm thirsty. I haven't had enough electrolytes. Do you guys notice you do that? Like, you go to the store, and when you're thirsty, you'd be like, I'm buying six different drinks. You guys feel me on that? You know what I mean? Or you go to Target Sleepy, and you're like, look at them pajamas stocking up. (laughs) I did buy... (laughs) Never mind. This isn't interesting. Never mind. No, I... I need to hear it now. <laughs> I did buy this uh, this banana chocolate naked drink because I was like, mm-hmm. boy, that looks good. And like, I I don't know why. I, like I said, this isn't a good story. The mo- the moral of the story, because it's a fable, um, is that it was <laughs> terrible. It tasted awful. It do tasted buy, awful. Do not buy the banana chocolate naked drink. What was wrong with it? I mean, if you're gonna cut this anyway, you might as tell, might as well tell me. I am curious. I like. It tasted like someone took. Um, like imagine if Naked uh, made milk, so it's just really thick, fortified <laughs> milk. Ooh. Uh-huh. And then they they put the entire bottle of Hershey's syrup in it. Ooh. Okay. Wow. See that. Where's the banana like, come in though? For it was drowned out by the bite <laughs> of the fake chocolate. Because there was so much of it. You know, Naked is probably my favorite health drink. I never have tasted one that tastes so sweet and delicious. And it makes me feel good about myself. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't really drink those drinks, so I'm sorry, guys. Can't Uh, relate. Just a a Diet Cola for me. (laughs) That's my impression of Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) As a woman, going to a restaurant and ordering a Diet Soda is, like, humiliating. And when other women do it, I get mad at them. So I'm very sorry, but I do. I'm like, just chill out on the diet and just... I know. You're embarrassing just, just all of own, us. Just own it. Whenever I go to Chick-fil-A, I, oh, always, I always substitute my drink for a large shake. Why are you bringing up Chick-fil-A right now? It's just trying to push my agenda. You know, at least we can meet halfway on this one. <laughs> God... What halfway between what and what? I feel like that. <laughs> Racism and homophobia. <laughs> I like the milkshake part of your story. I'll say that. So, um, Stephen Baldwin um, was an opera singer in high school. I just need to tell you some weird, <laughs> weird facts about him. He was an opera singer in high school in 2000, uh, the year 2000. In the year 2000, you guys remember? He, hmm, rude. He played Barney Rubble in the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Wow. (laughs) Perfect casting, right? Widely known as the best of the Flintstone movies, too. Yes, it is. It's like Godfather Part 2 where like everyone's like, uh, yeah, Viva Rock Vegas is clearly better than the first. I totally agree. So now, um, Stephen has been married for like 25 years. Is that shocking? That is not, shocking to me. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm not. He's a great guy. He found a great woman and they're living a, a really nice life. I think you should I'm going to quiz you, David. Do you even know what his wife's name is? Oh, boy. David, you're actually, you know so much about his marriage. Oh, his wife's great. Oh, really? Then what is her fucking name? Why is that important? Comedia. 
<laughs> Andrew got it. Immediate. So Stephen has a tattoo that says HM. Oh no. For Hannah Montana. He got this because Miley Cyrus told him. She's a known liar, by the way, but she promised him if he got this tattoo, she would let him on her show, Hannah Montana. And he was like, well, of course I'm going to do that. That's just a good decision at this point, you know. I'm sure his agent was like, yeah, I mean, Steven, yes, you get that tattoo. Miley Cyrus promised, do it. He showed her the tattoo. I think she was probably like, yuck, you know. And he never got to be on the show, and he has said... He regrets getting it. Wow. I, that <clears throat> is so sad. I, I think he really, what he regrets most is getting it on his ass because he had to show his ass to Hannah Montana. Those are yeah, really, why did he go for butt? Hmm. And she was 15 at the time, so it was a grown man showing his bare ass to a child. <laughs> um, but yeah. this story does have a peanut butter lining. Um, <laughs> Stephen was able to put an and sign an ampersand in between H&M to represent his favorite oh, wow. clothing brand. Wow. Oh, oh no, I hope he doesn't watch that documentary about how those places are like exploiting the workers who make their clothes and that's why they sell them so cheap. I don't know if he'd love to have that tattoo. Maybe he mm. should have turned it into like a religious thing. Is there is there any way to do that or just, you know, a ham? I feel like <laughs> ham be kind of a cool tattoo, really, at this point. Like, pigs are big. Bacon is huge. Or Damn. he could, or he, yeah, could uh, he could change the ampersand to an A, but then he could write, I'm going above oh, it to wow. show that he's, like, a maniacal person. Oh, I, I love I'm going ham because that could just, you know, if he started with ham, Ham is in right now. You're right. And people are eating ham everywhere. People are eating ham at the beach. They're eating mm -hmm. it at the park. It's mm -hmm. it's everywhere. Everywhere you look is ham. And if, you know if, if, he, if he couldn't get an advertising campaign from ham, at least he could turn it into uh, ShamWow. You know, it's, it's just a few letters away. A ham sponsorship would be everything for for a person like Steven yeah. in his career. That would be amazing. But yeah, Sham... Shaham, wow. I do. I like that idea too. And let me tell you, ham is everywhere. A client today, they were having a they were having a luncheon, a holiday luncheon. One of the clients said, Hey, anybody want to trade me their piece of ham for my, my turkey? There were no takers. Guess why? Everyone wants the ham. Oh. That's just the way it is. Last year, everybody said, Take my fucking ham. I don't want it. But now all these, you know, whatever, hipster old people. Well, I hate that term, but just Calls them like a season. I mean, what else would you call old people? <laughs> Hit breaksters. <laughs> I really want to move to the black forest so I can have <laughs> ham every day. <laughs> I think that is the most adorable. Like, I've never heard you so childlike. Like, that's so adorable. You're so naive. I want to live on Mars. <laughs> That's so cute. So I can be with the unicorns and dinosaurs and daddy. Or whatever, you know. Daddy's astronaut. He died on his boss mission. <laughs> this kid has a cold now. Poor little guy. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> I mean, he came into contact 
with a child in my school who also had a cold. Okay, I love this. This is a precocious kid. Everybody listen up, because he's going to have some wise shit to say. I came into close contact with a child at my school. Like, what kid talks like that? Kid, what else can you tell us? What other smart shit can you say? I believe that ice cream is the great unifier. (laughs) Oh, so cute. (laughs) I think you're right, little guy. I think that we would have a lot less gun deaths in the country if we replaced all the bullets with Nerf gun ammo. Okay, well, they wouldn't fit. You're starting to sound stupid. Is your character changing again? I feel like this kid is not as smart as the I guy I was talking to a minute like, ago. I like cracker banana. <laughs> oh, I like you again. You are dumb, but I do Me, like you. Kiki P. Oh, oh, little guy. Has he You're just showing your feelings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably, I have become that which I was, but am no longer. Hello. I know I have possessed the body of a six-year-old but I have the mind of someone far older than anyone living today. I beg your pardon. Okay, why I, did you end that with I beg your pardon? <laughs> I farted. <laughs> we wouldn't have heard it if you didn't say that. No, you just drew attention <laughs> to it. <laughs> we can't smell What a weird robot. <laughs> why? Robot. <laughs> Were you not a robot? No, like, I didn't think a robot. I'm an organic really? being, you rapscallion. <laughs> okay. Is this character played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, yes. He's, he's very so wise beyond his years. <laughs> he did do a backflip off the wall when he hosted SNL, though, and I was like, yeah. I did, like, the Kramer, like, giddy up. Because it was so cool. Can you do that Kramer voice again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you can you give us a little sampling of, of Kramer? But actually, let's have some Michael Richards. Oh, the famous oh, thing he said. Jesus. David, do you have a Cisco song you want to perform? Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Michael Richards, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was really disrespectful the way they laughed at him when he apologized. Oh, he yeah. Pouring his heart out. And Jerry. thankfully, Jerry Seinfeld was there to scream guys, everyone. Guys, please. He's trying to be real now. Please. This isn't a joke. What's my the deal with you people? <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a racist joke. I would watch it, Andrew. So there's some uh, pretty interesting shit i got to tell you guys about Stephen Baldwin. Um, he, When he was on Celebrity Big Brother, the theme was hell. I didn't even know they had themes. And there was a devil head hung above the door, and he would uh, taunt it, he would tease it, he would bully it by saying, you're a loser. Like, I don't... I don't know if I like that, but I know, like, he is an evangelical. Do you guys think, as an evangelical Christian, evangelist Christian, how would you say that? You know what? I don't need to know. Evangeline. As as an evangeline, Lily, um, do you think he believed that was the literal devil? I mean, he's got to be kind of dumb, right? (laughs) He just takes things as people say, this is this, and he goes, yeah, well, seems right. Well, he was actually very smart because, you know, Stephen did appear on Celebrity Apprentice. So clearly he was borrowing a bit of rhetoric from uh, Donald Trump in calling Satan a loser. 
What an unretortable insult. What are you going to say to that? So, Stephen founded Breakthrough Ministry, which was designed to utilize extreme <laughs> sports as a ministry via arena tours called Assault As Tours, or Assault. Assault. Assault? Okay. Yes. And in 2008, he launched a for-profit Antioch ministry, which exists to facilitate the gifts and calling of Stephen Baldwin. Wait, so he like created his own cult? Yeah, right? That has to be a cult. Just the the wording of that, there's nothing else that could be, right? It must be really sad that no one showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be depressing. You go through all the work of starting your own cult. <laughs> and it's like a cult of personality where you're the figurehead and no one oh. buys into it. Oh, no, that makes me sad. I kind of want to join it just to make the little guy feel better. Oh. I don't want him to feel rejected. That seems yeah. like the next logical step for this podcast is for us <gasps> to join the cult. You guys, that would be so fun. Oh, my God, that would be so fun with you guys. Imagine all of us. I'm sure we have to, like, live at a little commune yeah, or um, whatever. That would be so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, wow. Yes. I would definitely do that. Okay. I've seen Biodome so many times. Like, Okay, guys, so Stephen um, started a third ministry called Now More Than Ever. Like, he just won't stop. I don't know why he won't let go of this. Because people uh, are joining. <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe doing. it's the name. Do you guys uh, think it's the name? This name sounds a lot more urgent, though. And, like, like guys, I'm for real this time. This now More Than it. Ever. Yeah. This is it. This is the time to join I would join. That's enough. I would, you know, at his next one, I hope it's called like, this is the last one or like last (laughs) chance. Is this your last chance, guys? God, you're going to be sorry if you don't. Like maybe just call it something like that. Really scare people into joining. (laughs) Nice little Little, giggle. Little giggle. (laughs) Very polite. So... Mm-hmm. So Stephen Baldwin has been in a lot of interesting movies. I know this from their names. So here are some titles of movies he's been in. Homeboy, Posse, Threesome, Crime Time, one word, Scar City, One Tough Cop. Scarcity. Oh, shit. Do you think it's supposed to be scarcity? Jeez. That's not even, like, that wouldn't even be interesting if you did go, oh, it's like... It's just about a man who doesn't have much of something. (laughs) At the end, you go, wait a minute, that was scarce. Oh, God. It's like Perry Farrell and Peripheral, where you're like, okay, I mean, whatever. Sure. Uh, He was also in the direct-to-video Slapshot 2, Breaking the Ice. I just love those little... What do you call that? And you're probably knows. Movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that little movie. <laughs> okay, and this is this is uh, one we're going to go into a little bit more. Uh, he was in a movie called I'm in Love with a Church Girl. Now, this movie stars Ja Rule and one of the ladies from Cheetah Girls. So I'm going to read you guys the plot summary. 
And I'd really like to hear anything you have to say at any point about this. So just, it's very, very long. (laughs) It was written by someone like anonymously on the internet, someone who cared about this movie enough to like let everyone know (laughs) the beats. Miles Montego has it all. Cars, boats, good looks, mansion, money, women. (laughs) (laughs) Not a mansion. (laughs) He has mansion. <laughs> but more importantly, he has a past. Oh no. Miles Miles is a retired high-level drug trafficker who is now completely legitimate. Even though Miles has turned over a new leaf, the DA can't seem to let him out of their sights. Miles' only downfall is that he's extremely loyal to his circle of friends and former colleagues who are not retired from the lucrative business. Struggling to keep on the right side of the law, Miles meets the one girl of his dreams, but she's not the usual type of girl that he's used to dating. Vanessa is a church girl in every sense of the word. They're tested to their last ounce of faith and strength in God and each other. God continues to chip away at Miles through struggles from his past, having to live up to his reputation, feelings of unworthiness, the death of his mother, federal charges, his friends being indicted, the strain on his relationship with Vanessa, almost losing her in a near-fatal car accident, and finally, the spiritual breakdown and one-on-one with God that brings Miles to his knees. Plus, he can't have sex. It sounds like that dude is going through way too much shit to handle a relationship right now, if I may. He has too much going on. This is not the time. Uh, although, you know what? She almost dies in a car accident, so it's like, how do you not date her after that, though? Like, even if you were kind of questioning it. Valerie, this is Ja Rule. This isn't you. Oh. <laughs> is this Ja Rule or is this Stephen Baldwin? No. This is Ja Rule. Okay. Did you say You that? think Stephen Baldwin? No, he's, Stephen. He's probably I, a When I think of the name Miles Montego, I think Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> I think Ja Rule, so oh, wow. I feel like that fits him perfectly. Um, so his mom dies too. Wow, that's pretty rough. Are you attracted to this guy, Val? Um, <laughs> if I watched it, I might be. <laughs> I don't know. How sad is he? <laughs> like, because I also I don't like tough guys. So I don't care for his life of crime. And also the like being loyal to these scumbag friends, like not for me. You need to be able to like put your foot down, you know, when your friends aren't doing something right. You sound like a real church girl. Also I'm a church girl in every sense of the word, you guys. <laughs> I just have to say. In every single sense of the word, I'm a church girl. Mostly in that I go to church like all the time. And I'm a girl. And you're a girl, yeah. <laughs> David, don't don't tell me what I am, okay? Sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's not, but what are you going to do? What do you guys think you would do if you were in Miles's position where you met this great girl who was nothing like <laughs> the kind of girl you normally like? I mean, she is, like, a good girl, full-on good girl. And you're just... You're a bad boy, but you're, like, a recovered bad boy. Like, you never fully 
get over it. You're always a little bit of a bad boy, but you're like on the path, you know? Um, you're a bad boy for life. You are a bad opinion. boy for life. I completely. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. You can't be stopped now because it's bad boys for life. I totally agree. I wish you would have sung that. Like, I don't. It doesn't have the same. Doesn't have a melody. Impact. We ain't. <laughs> doesn't go in nowhere. We, we ain't. I guess going it does nowhere. have a melody. Like yeah, I. Hmm. It's weird. You just sound like clothes. Clothes minded. Hmm. Yeah, I got shirts on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Mad about them shorts. <laughs> Guys, what would you do in this situation? What? I know I got another 2000s era rap song that relates. Okay, perfect. What would you do if you someone's at home? <laughs> Crying all alone on the bedroom floor. Because he's hungry and you can't afford to feed him. So you sleep with a man for a little bit of money. And your daddy's gone. So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I, what I call, call life. life. Oh. Ooh. So good. So yeah. I'm going to this out. Oh, please do. <laughs> I hated every moment of that. I hate when we just please have fun that. with each other. Ugh. That that for sure. All right, cat. Come on in. Okay, Bang edit on that my door. Out. Edit out the part where you're yelling at the cat. Edit it out. <laughs> edit Hi. It out. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hello. Guys, uh, so since you're not giving me shit about that movie, what do you guys think of this one? Jesse Stone, Night Passage. In this prequel <laughs> to Stone Cold, Tom Selleck reprises... Reprises? I had to look that up the other day. I never would have guessed that. His role as Jesse Stone, an L.A. cop who relocates to a small town only to find himself immersed in one mystery after the other. Mm. Thoughts? If this was Uh, a TV show, The Pickup Artist, mystery would be great. But this sounds a little sinister to me. David, what do you think of (laughs) One Tough Cop? A detective tries to remain loyal to his partner and his best friend, a mobster. A monster? No, no, no. Andrew, no. Oh, no. It's okay. A mobster. It's safe. It's safe to come out now. He's just in the mob. There's a monster on Andrew's lap. What is that thing? It's a baby Kiki. You guys, I found a kitten yesterday. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> and it died oh, today. Oh, no, no, no. It died no. today. It's so sad. That's so Crumbles. sad. That's so sad. I can't. We can't put this in our podcast. Should we have named Why it something that comes oh, apart no. so easily. This is me. Crumbles. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of putting a picture of little crumbles on Instagram and writing R.I.P. Rotten Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm sorry that that makes you laugh, but it does. I mean, kind of. <laughs> Crumbles, 12-3-2015 to 12-4-2015. Oh, he was not bored. He was bored yesterday. <laughs> but that was the name. That's all we knew him. We knew him for one day. <laughs> Crumbles, Guys. like, in parentheses, just the name. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> okay. Are you guys done? 
Should we be done? You're both rude, thoughtless little pigs, and I love you. And that's all I've got to say about the bald ones. Do you guys got anything else to say? Uh, I wish we had time to talk about Adam, the fifth Baldwin, but maybe next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>